Whether you realize it or not, you're always hearing voices. Obviously, you're hearing voices when people talk directly to you or when people are talking around you. But you're also hearing voices within. The voice of God, the voice of the enemy, and even your own voice. No one but you can hear those voices, and they can all be very persuasive. Sometimes loud and sometimes very soft, these voices can make the strongest of believers feel affirmed or condemned, encouraged or debased. They can remind as well as tempt, which means we can't take these voices for granted. And so we're talking about voices today on the Woman Pray Podcast. Stay tuned. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself, pray. Stop grumbling, pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome back to the Woman Pray Podcast. I'm so glad that you're tuning in today as we talk about the voices you hear. As a Christian, you have the privilege of hearing the voice of God. Yet so many are unsure if they're hearing rightly, if at all. And because there are so many competing voices, it can be hard to know. And so we're talking about it today. But before we get started, let me remind you to register at womanpray.com for the next gathering. That's when we take the day to seek our Father together. And it's happening on Friday, March 17th, starting at 8 a.m. So take a vacation day for your Father. He's worth it. On the same day, we'll open the Empower Me Women's Conference at 7 o'clock p.m. Our theme is Soldier Up because when the hard or the unexpected happens in this life, God didn't make you to wallow in sorrow or wallow in pity. He didn't make you to live defeated or even lay your back low for others to walk on. Meekness and weakness are two different things. And so we're coming together to understand spiritual warfare and the victory you have that overcomes the world. Now, our last announcement has to do with your personal development in Christ. No matter who you are or how long you've been a Christian or even in church, growth is necessary. So accept my invitation to participate in Woman Pray Mentoring. The apprentice and guardian cycles will begin the first week of March, and you need to be a part. I may be the answer to your prayers. Register at Woman Pray and let's better understand as well as appreciate how the gospel of Jesus Christ informs our lives. It's perfect for you and a friend or family member. Now, we're talking about the voices you hear. But first, be clear that as a Christian, you are hearing from God. He's your father and shepherd. And Jesus said that the sheep know the shepherd's voice. We're also told in Romans that as many as are the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. 
that his spirit is not only in you and dwelling with you, but you also know him according to the gospel of John, which means as his daughter or son, if you're listening, you are hearing his voice. He's speaking to you, but too often we deflect or ignore him because what we're hearing is not what we prefer, but God doesn't pander. There are times when he corrects, he rebukes, he calls us to do something that requires effort and sacrifice, and he encourages. And yet, whatever he speaks, there is a plan in mind. He wants the best for you. He speaks through his word to encourage and give direction, but he also speaks outside of scripture. For instance, he may ask you to call a particular person or give something away or direct you to accept or reject an, an offer. The fact that he cares is our blessing. And yet following what's said can be intimidating because none of us wants to get it wrong. And so the first thing to remember is that in the same way that you would ask a natural person to repeat themselves if you couldn't hear them well or you'd get in closer proximity to hear clearly, the same is possible with God. Get closer to your father so that when he speaks, you're astute hearing when he initiates himself and discerning when you're inquiring of the Lord. Getting closer means allowing the word, the word of God, scripture, to transform your thinking so that you're, you know his good, perfect, and acceptable will. That's from Romans 12, 1 and 2. And it's the best way to hear well. In the meantime, when he speaks, you can respond in faith, trusting that he's got enough to get you on track if you miss it. Now, here's a caveat. When you hear from God, what you're hearing should align with his character. He's not going to tell you to go hurt someone. In addition, you can test the voice that you're hearing according to 1 John chapter 4. Test the voice by asking if Jesus came in the flesh. And if the voice confesses that he did, well, then you're set to follow his leading. If it denies this truth, then rebuke that voice and reject its influence by canceling its assignment from your life in Jesus' name. In other words, don't assume anything when you hear voices, but don't dismiss all voices either. When thinking about God, he speaks through scripture, through dreams and vision, through people that we love, through strangers, as well as random incidents. The spirit of God is always speaking because, again, he wants the best for you and he wants to use you. And so he's not limited in how he speaks, but we must be discerning because conflicting or competing voices are also speaking. The competing voice usually starts as soon as you've heard the voice of God. As soon as he tells you to be kind, for example, you may hear a chasing voice. It's come to confuse you by appealing to your sensibilities, your logic, or your preference. And so you hear the voice of God say, be kind. You know it to be scripture, but before you can latch on with humility before God, you'll immediately hear a conflicting or competing voice that speaks louder. It'll ask you why you should have to be kind, or it'll assert why it's not fair or how you're still offended. That second voice is usually the voice of the flesh, and it reinforces the ways of the world and not the ways of God. If you listen to that voice, you'll justify disobedience. 
So let's don't let that voice trick you out of God's best for your life. It will play the reason game with you just as it did with Eve, then lure you away from the truth of God's word. But then there's also that voice that has convinced you of something that God did not tell you. I call it the deceiving voice. When you're in sin or living in rebellion, this deceiving voice will set you up for failure. It's a lying spirit sent to deceive because you've chosen to resist God's will in your life. Whereas that competing voice will convince you to disobey what God said or undermine who God made you. Both are the voice of the enemy that appeals to your flesh. They work like two bandits sent to trip you up in, uh, if you're not careful. For instance, when God found Adam and Eve after their disobedience, they said that they hid themselves because they were naked. And God asked them, who told you that you were naked? And so this deceiving spirit or a voice, that, com that competing voice, they both work overtime to keep you in bondage to sin. They isolate and cripple you in life. They tell you that you're ugly or that you're friendless. They'll tell you that you're lonely and that it's unfair. They'll tell you to hate or that you're hated. They'll tell you how you can't and what you're not. They will tell you everything antithetical to the word of God. It's the voice of condemnation using absolutes. They never. The voice of reason. Did God really say? They use the voice of temptation. Just go for it. It's an appeal to your flesh. So it entices by using what you've seen or heard or tasted or touched. This voice will not become silent on its own. You have to shut it down. Then there's your voice. And you're a compilation of both the commentary and experiences of the world and the revelation of God's word. One influences you more than the other. And depending upon which, what you hear can sound reasonable, making perfect sense. But that doesn't mean it's the voice to follow. So practically consider the wisdom from those you love and those who love you and care about you because they're available to you. Proverbs eleven fourteen says, where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. So when picking who those counselors uh, are in your life, use Psalm as a guide. Psalm says we don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly or stand in the path of sinners or sit in the seat of the scornful. That is with those who speak rudely or with contempt. So use wisdom in picking who qualifies to speak into your life. Between God the enemy, and your own voice as well as others, you will always hear voices. But the more you live depending upon the voice of God, the easier it will be to discern who's speaking. And I'm available to you as well for more understanding through Woman Pray Mentoring. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for loving us in a way where you will speak to us so that we are never left alone. We are never left to handle life alone. You said, Jesus, that you have not left us as orphans, but you have given to us a helper. And so we pray that today we are hearing the voice of your spirit, that we're not following our flesh, neither are we deceived by the voice of the liar or the deceiver. But Lord, today we are rightly discerning what you're saying, and we are bold enough to pursue. We trust you, Father, and invite the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge, 
knowledge and understanding so that we are rightly deciding, not with our eyes. We are rightly judging, not because of what we've heard, but we are judging based upon what is written. And so we pray that you will speak today for your children. We are listening. May we be astute so that we are following you and not oblivious as if we just have not heard or known you. But we trust you, Father, that we have heard and we do know. So speak as we are listening. In Jesus' name, all of the believers said, Amen. Thank you for joining me on the Woman Pray Podcast. I look forward to serving you with Woman Pray Mentoring. I look forward to serving you at the gathering where, where we will pray together, as well as at the Woman Pray Intensive. That's happening in May. Stay tuned or go to womanpray.com for more information. And we'll see you again real soon.